section twenty three of word portraits of famous writers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. word portraits of famous writers edited by mabel e watton william cobbett seventeen sixty two to eighteen thirty five from bamford's passages in the life of a radical had i met him anywhere else save in the room and on that occasion i should have taken him for a gentleman farming his own broad estate he seemed to have that kind of self-possession and ease about him together with a certain bantering jollity which are so natural to fast-handed and well-housed lords of the soil he was i should suppose not less than six feet in height portly with a fresh clear and round cheek and a small grey eye twinkling with good-humoured archness he was dressed in a blue coat yellow swansdown waistcoat drab kerseymere small clothes and top boots his hair was grey and his cravat and linen fine and very white eighteen eighteen from hazlitt's table talk mr cobbett speaks almost as well as he writes the only time i ever saw him he seemed to me a very pleasant man easy of access affable clear-headed simple and mild in his manner deliberate and unruffled in his speech though some of his expressions were not very qualified his figure is tall and portly he has a good sensible face rather full with little grey eyes a hard square forehead a ruddy complexion with hair grey or powdered and had on a scarlet broadcloth waistcoat with the flaps of the pockets hanging down as was the custom for gentlemen farmers in the last century or as we see it in pictures of members of parliament in the reign of george the first i certainly did not think less favourably of him for seeing him from watson's biographies of wilkes and cobbett in stature the late mr cobbett was tall and athletic i should think he could not have been less than six feet two while his breadth was proportionately great he was indeed one of the stoutest men in the house his hair was of a milk-white colour and his complexion ruddy his features were not strongly marked what struck you most about his face was his small sparkling laughing eyes when disposed to be humorous yourself you had only to look at his eyes and you were sure to sympathize with his merriment when not speaking the expression of his eye and his countenance was very different he was one of the most striking refutations of the principles of lavater i ever witnessed never were the looks of any man more completely at variance with his character there was something so heavy and dull about his whole appearance that any one who did not know him would at once set him down for some country clodpole to use a favourite expression of his own 
who not only had never read a book or had a single idea in his head but who was a mere mass of mortality without a particle of sensibility of any kind in his composition he usually sat with one leg over the other his head slightly drooping as if sleeping on his breast and his hat down almost to his eyes his usual dress was a light grey coat of a full make a white waistcoat and kerseymere breeches of a sandy colour when he walked about the house he generally had his hands inserted in his breeches pocket considering his advanced age seventy-three he looked remarkably hale and healthy and walked with a firm but slow step eighteen thirty five end of section twenty three